Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, live via Zoom. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Today, we are trying an experiment because you know that we love hating things here on Soulmates Podcast. (laughs) Soulmates Podcast, we love to hate. (laughs) That's our jingle. (laughs) Rachel had the idea of us reviewing American music videos like we review K-pop music videos with the same eye. I think it was an interesting experiment because I definitely noticed some similarities and some very big differences. Yes, me also. So Emily picked six songs that we both listened to and watched the music videos for. We commented on those, so we'll do that just like what we do with our roundup, just less songs. And then (laughs) at the end, we'll kind of give our final thoughts overall about American pop versus K-pop. We are specifically talking about the song and the music video, because in K-pop, they both matter. Yes. So we're judging it on that criteria. So the first song that we are going to review is by a group called Boys World. They released Wingman. I don't need a wingman. So this is a brand new girl group. Uh, I don't know why they're called Boys World, <laughs> but yeah. apparently they're popular on TikTok, which doesn't surprise me. The youngest member is 17 and the oldest one is 19, so they're all very young. They all live together in a house and they vlog a lot. They are definitely Zoomers. Oh, God. They really remind me of the Spice Girls and Winks, if you know what Winks is. Well, Winks is on Netflix now. They have their own oh, show. Oh, sucks. So. Oh, the new ones. The live action sucks ass. Dude, Fabian has been trying to get me to watch that and I'm just like, I can't. No, I, they I can't. whitewashed two characters. I, I can't. No. Even if they didn't, I don't think I could. Anyway, getting back on top. Yeah. <laughs> back to the song. Yeah, they're popular on TikTok, and they're obviously inspired by early aughts groups like, I think, Dream, uh, Spice Girls, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. just girl groups. And their music sounds, I guess the best term is like retro future. This song in particular, Wingman, is very funky, and the chorus has definitely gotten stuck in my head. It is very fun and poppy. The styling for this, they're wearing, like, black and neon, but they only have one outfit. There was no outfit changes. If this was a K-pop video, they would have two or three outfits. Mm -hmm. Even if it's only a box set, and even if they're only dancing, because this video was only dancing. Mm Mm-hmm. They would have more. They did have drawing on the screen, like a girl would, you know, be dancing and then you'll see like stars or like exclamation points or angel wings and stuff like that. There was something more dynamic than them just dancing. But this was <laughs> the most K-pop of all the the videos we watched because it's a girl group dancing in a box set. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's very K-pop. I thought the styling was ugly. I'm sorry, Zoomers. I thought what they were wearing was really fucking ugly. I wanted them to have different outfits, so at least one of them looked okay. The choreography for this is very cute. It's sassy. 
definitely like age appropriate, not too sexy. But compared to any K-pop group, it is so simple. Mm-hmm. So fucking simple. Yeah, I would say stylistically, they were definitely leaning into like your average teenage girl in the early 2000s. Definitely very Lizzie McGuire, uh, Xenon a little bit also. So yeah, definitely hardcore like Lizzie McGuire (laughs) vibes is what I was getting from their outfits. (laughs) I have to say that the song is really catchy because it does appeal to the 2000s vibes that are becoming popular again, especially with the Zoomers. (laughs) I do have to say, though, that the dancing cannot hold a single candle to the K-pop girl choreo that I have seen, but I do think it's accessible to the average girl who maybe can't handle choreo and just wants to dance along to the song. I think that, like, everything nowadays for even Korean artists now, it's like, we need a simple dance for the chorus to go on TikTok. (laughs) Like, we need a dance challenge. Right, and it needs to be simple enough that most people can do it and have fun with it. I think that's perfectly fine, but it's just not as advanced as the stuff that I've seen K-pop artists do. I really liked that the girls had distinct stylings, even though I wasn't super thrilled with them either, like Emily. And I definitely think that having different race representation in the girls was super great. But I also thought they could have sprung for just like one more POC woman <laughs> than just going with two white girls. Some Something else that other than like one white girl who is like a soft aesthetic and one white girl who's like hard aesthetic. But that's just my opinion. If I had a teenage daughter, I would be supportive of her listening to this group. (laughs) Yeah. I think they have a good message overall. They aren't being overly sexualized, but they're also not shying away from that either. So it's a nice balance. It's very girl power. Yes. Despite being called Boys World. Yeah, I don't get that name at all. (laughs) I don't know what that's about. The second video that we watched was by The Weeknd. It was Save Your Tears. The weekend usually makes haunted strip club music, <laughs> but this song is more retro sad boy music. Mm-hmm. Two very distinct genres. He's wearing face prosthetics that makes him look like he had a bunch of botched plastic surgery. He's like this nightclub singer, and he is entertaining a bunch of people who have masks on, and I'm like, eyes wide shut? And then at one point, he douses them in champagne very phallically, and I'm like, okay, eyes wide shut. Uh, (laughs) This is a box set. Don't get it twisted, because this is a box set. The box is a theater. (laughs) But... There was a bit of a storyline going on, even though the only thing he did throughout this whole music video was, like, sing into the camera. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit of a storyline, so I did think it was more dynamic than just a box set. My notes say, things are happening! (laughs) It's not just dancing. At one point, there is a girl who doesn't have a mask on, and she comes up on stage, and then he makes her hold a gun to his head, and I was like, oh... Okay. There's just a lot of, like, dancing on top of tables. At the end, he shoots himself in the head, 
but confetti comes out and then confetti like falls from the ceiling and then the crowd cheers. And I'm sure that has a lot to say about the entertainment industry and how people kill themselves by being in it. And then everyone claps at their demise. The weekend is very deep like that. Very deep the weekend. Very deep. So allegedly, according to my boyfriend, The Weeknd listens to K-pop and derives some inspiration from it in his songs and his music videos. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to know where he heard it. I'll confirm. Oh my god, imagine a Weeknd collab with a K-pop artist. That's hard for me to imagine. Maybe like J-Park. I think it could happen. Or actually G-Dragon would be a really good collab. Yeah. If he wanted it, he could make it happen. I can kind of see that he gets some influence in this song from K-pop, like more ballady type K-pop, but let's be honest, no K-pop idol would be allowed to look that ugly in a music video. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. Not even as a joke. The music video, while in just one set, I also thought was really dynamic with the way they shot it. And because The weekend is the only moving figure among a static audience. And I think it would be really cool if more K-pop videos took risks like this video and making their idols ugly. Using more artistic camera shoots and settings like this and playing off of a more serious plot. Some artists get close. Like I feel like Soon-Mi does a decent job with that. Mm-hmm. Like she's not afraid to push boundaries. But a lot of groups would never do something like this. The third video we watched was by Ashniko, I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it. They released Deal With It featuring Keyless. Keyless is the chick who released Milkshake. My milkshake brings out the boys to the yard. That made me very excited. Yeah. She says like one thing, I think, in this video, and she kind of screams it, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> She's not even in the video. I was like, wait, where was she in the video? And yeah. <laughs> so I've never heard of this artist. They remind me a lot of Melanie Martinez and like Billie Eilish. I'm sure that they get that comparison all the fucking time. They're dressed like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, so full-on pirate outfit, on a ship, it's raining, she's steering it. At the end, there's a giant sea creature lady with her titties out, <laughs> like... Yeah. I don't really know how the song relates to the music video, though. Like, I guess it had sort of an island beat, but yeah, that's kind of it. It looked really cool. Like, they definitely spent a lot of money on this, mm-hmm. but one... There was no dancing. Two, there really wasn't much of a plot. Mm-mm. Like, at, at the end, it all happened at the end with the giant sea creature lady. If that happened toward the middle and then they fought her or something, I feel like that would have given it a little bit more. But for most of it, they're just like on a pirate ship singing. Yeah, I agree. Ash Nico's music is, she's another one that's popular on TikTok. Particularly her song, Daisy, which goes like, I'm crazy and you like that. Fight back. That A lot of people use that uh, song or did in the past as a sound for their TikTok. Um, and I'm probably saying that horribly, so just look it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I 
she's definitely like trending towards a Gen Z audience like uh, most of the artists that we're covering here. I liked her pirate theme in this music video and I'm struggling to think if I've ever seen anything like Pirates of the Caribbean in K-pop. So that could be an interesting avenue for them to explore if they wanted to. I also like this song even though she does some talk singing which I'm not a huge fan of but the slightly swingy like island beat really saves it. The fourth video we watched was Dua Lipa's Levitating. I fucking love this song, <laughs> FYI. It's disco, and you know how much I love dance music. The styling in this is very disco ho. She's wearing a short blue dress. There's a lot of glitter, a lot of shimmer, platform shoes. I thought this was a very, very cool music video. Most of it is shot inside of like an elevator. And it's Dua and she is dancing with like two elevator operators. But instead of different floors, the doors open and they get into a different elevator. So it makes me think that this elevator is like a TARDIS mm -hmm. and they're going around to different disco planets. <laughs> At one point, there are some girls on roller skates, and I was like, yeah, that is definitely disco. I think more people should employ roller skates in music videos. Mm -hmm. They're so fun. Mm -hmm. The rap from DaBaby in this, it fits in, but I thought the song could have gone without it. Like many K-pop songs, the rap could have been cut. Dua's rap, I did not like that, <laughs> but... She has a very beautiful voice. It's very rich, and you really don't hear altos like that much in pop music. Usually people have a pretty high register, but she has like a very sultry voice, which I think sounds really good. Yeah. I, I made note that there was a fat person dancing in the background of the last scene, and I was like, awesome. You don't ever see fat people in K-pop music videos. So I thought this song was really good and it was very popular when it was released. This song and music video was released all the way back in October. Dua Lipa is a pop star that's really popular right now in America <laughs> and the UK from what I can tell also. This music video is giving you retro hotel elevator with modern day technology slash futuristic technology, <laughs> which I think is honestly kind of a cool theme for a music video. I haven't seen anything like that before, and I think it fits the song well. The album that it's off of is called Future Nostalgia. Nice. So that fits perfectly. So we love a string of a theme <laughs> throughout things. I have a differing opinion from you, Emily, that I liked DaBaby's rap, and I thought it worked extremely well with the beat, how he kind of altered his rhythm to match with the beat. And honestly, I feel like some K-pop music videos and K-pop music in general could learn something from that rap breakdown and how their rhythm is altered to the beat instead of putting a completely different beat over the song or stopping the song and having them rap at a different tempo. It just is super awkward, but this one I think was pretty well incorporated into the song. I also thought that Dua Lipa looked incredible, just as good as any K-pop artist I've ever seen. And I thought the roller skates were super adorable, just like you. And I wish that more of that, more roller skates were shown in music videos. 
Overall, I thought this music video didn't have a lot of plot besides partying and having a good time, but that is what the song is about, so I can't really knock it for that. The fifth song that we are going to review is by Zayn. He released Vibes with a Z at the end. Baby, I'ma get you right out of here. When I touch you, tell me how it feels. Trust me, I'ma make it feel surreal. Baby, mine, mine. I'ma do all the things. Type of things that happen in your dreams. This is a slow jam. It's a ballad. The first thing I immediately noticed was that there was product placement for some sort of TV brand or tech brand. He's in a set that looks like a high school stage play. At one point, he, like, goes out the door, and then, like, the walls lift up. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be very theatrical looking. His styling in this is extremely casual, like, black t-shirt, jacket, pants. K-pop boy groups definitely lean more into fashion and style Mm -hmm. than non-K-pop male acts. So, for a ballad which I do not like. I did not like this song. (laughs) The video is actually pretty dynamic. It felt like shorter than it was. It was only two minutes and 42 seconds. But I thought that the way that the set was, and it was very like school play, but at one point he like leaves a room and he gets in like a fake car and he's in a fake city. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought so too. Overall, the package for me was still a little boring, but I thought for a ballad, The sets were as dynamic as they could be, and it definitely blows some similar ballad K-pop videos out of the water. I'm looking at you, man walking in a field and singing a ballad for the entire song. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it. It's happened. (laughs) For me, this song is definitely like a slow R&B, let's have sex to this song song. (laughs) I could see someone like Zyko doing a song like this well, but I really haven't seen much like R&B sexy time songs come out of K-pop. I feel like because South Korea is a bit more conservative than America. Yeah, I think so too. I think that kind of a song wouldn't be as well received. I mean, don't get us wrong. There are definitely sexy ass songs mm-hmm. out there. Just listen to anything released by Rain, but <laughs> it's not as prevalent. Yeah, and that one song, Honey, by... Oh my I can't god, remember by Lay? Yeah, by Lay. From EXO. Oh my god, that is... He's, <laughs> he's talking about pussy juice, like, he is. Oh my god! <laughs> he is! I'm sorry, you can cut that out if you want, but like... <laughs> that song is very sexual, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last song we're gonna talk about is by Ariana Grande... It is Positions. So in this, Ariana is the girl boss president, and she is like a cabinet, and it's full of women and femmes, and then it like switches And then she's making bread in a corset dress and pleasers. Don't get it wrong. She needs to have her giant heels on. (laughs) This is a R&B song. I can see someone like Boa making a song similar to this. Mm -hmm. This video had extremely impressive editing. I mean, it's Ariana Grande, so you know that she's going to spend a lot of money on her music videos. But I thought that the editing, uh, cinematography, 
The styling was all pretty immaculate. I mean, she was styled to look like Jackie O and then Ho Jackie O. And I was like, (laughs) wow, like it was so good. Yeah, it was. Some of the best styling in music videos. Her signature ponytail was there, but it was like more teased 60s slash fembot Mm -hmm. looking. You know, it had a little bump it. Yeah. This is not my favorite Ariana song, but this would be good for pole dancing. It's around that tempo. The video is very much worth watching. I thought the video was better than the song. I agree. I love, though, that at the end, she's like walking five dogs (laughs) on the White House front lawn. As God intended. (laughs) I just need to say that I've really grown to love and appreciate Ariana Grande over the past couple of years. I feel like she's just grown a lot as a person and as a good artist in general. So this was a pleasure for me to watch. I thought that her pretending that she is the president is honestly really cool. And I like the juxtaposition of her also in the kitchen making bread and in an evening gown and then in the bedroom showing that like even someone that's like a powerful woman, like a powerful woman president has multiple sides, multiple quote-unquote positions that she assumes uh, in her life. Now, the song is that she would, like, play all these positions to get a man, which I don't think is super great, but... (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's also, like, bedroom positions, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, this is a sexy R&B song. (laughs) Yeah, that's the subtext, but the music video is giving you different life positions. I'm pretty sure this all comes from... I'm sorry, I don't remember who this happened to originally, but some guy was like, oh, what's your favorite position? Mm. And it was like some radio guy, and I don't know if it was Ariana or someone else, but the woman artist replied, CEO. Yeah, fuck that question. I, I think so too. I think it definitely stemmed from that. Like you, I thought her styling was super good throughout the entire music video, and that cannot always be said about K-pop music videos. <laughs> um, it was really well thought out. And I really liked the song as well. I thought it was really smooth and showcases her voice really well. And that is something you see in K-pop also. So, our takeaways. K-pop and American pop music are different. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you needed that reminder. <laughs> American pop videos are few and far between, contrasted with K-pop music videos, which are pumped out all the time. It is a fast-moving industry, whereas I think American pop music videos take longer to come out, usually have larger budgets, and are less frequent, so they are more well thought out, I guess. I feel like in K-pop, you're only as good as your last song. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is not true. I don't believe that. But a lot of people treat it like that. So there's just a lot of music coming out, like, all the time. You know, we do a K-pop roundup and we listen to, like, 30 songs and only talk about 10. (laughs) You know? Yeah, every month, without fail. So American groups are few and far between. There's really no American boy bands. They're just not here. I mean... If you want to count Backstreet Boys, I guess they're still technically together, but, like, I guess they had One Direction, but they're from the UK, and that's kind of it. One Direction split up, so... Yeah, if you know of any American pop boy groups, let us know, but we were not successful in finding any. So another key takeaway is that 
K-pop music videos in general, I think, could take note of the intense thought about the plot that was featured in many of the American pop music videos that we just covered. Not that we influenced the industry, (laughs) but if they were listening to us, I would say that the focus on quality needs to be more than the focus on quantity. So I would much rather see something ultra produced like You Know's Thank You music video, which was incredible, than multiple music videos by groups that we've seen before in a box set with no plot, badly styled, just dancing. I get that a lot of K-pop, the industry is you seeing the idols a lot to like keep up with them and follow them on social media, etc. But I think they sacrifice some of the quality when they do that. So that's one of my takeaways from these reviews. And my last takeaway is that just the music industry in general loves a good box set. (laughs) They love it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up with our weekly K-pop recommendations. My recommendation is going to be Kingdoms Excalibur. Watch that music video. It fucking blew my mind. My weekly recommendation is going to be our queen, Chungha, with her song, Bicycle. Thank you so much for listening to this episode you can find soulmates podcast on facebook facebook.com slash soulmates podcast you can check us out on instagram at soulmates podcast send us an email at soulmates podcast at gmail.com you can watch our videos on youtube also at soulmates podcast this program is available pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found itunes podbean stitcher spotify wherever you're listening right now make sure you like and subscribe and follow so you can listen to us every single friday we'll see you guys next week Bye. Bye.